Praise the Lord. I don't think I heard everybody's voice. I said, praise the Lord. That sounds better. Shall we turn our Bibles to Matthew chapter 13, verse 44 to 46, please. The kingdom of heaven is like a treasure. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a treasure hidden in a field, which a man found and hid. For the joy of our age, he goes and sells all that he has and buys that field. Again, 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 the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant seeking beautiful pearls. Who, when he had found one pearl of great price, went and sold all that he had and bought it. Shall we pray? Our Father and our God, we thank you for this morning when it is very clear that where two or three are gathered, you are right there. And you declared that the gathering is not to any man, not to the preacher, not to the pastor, not to the bishop, but the gathering is unto you. We are glad that we are gathered unto you this morning. We are asking a please. Since Jesus declared that your word is spirit, within the short moment of time we have, Let the spirit of the word of God come to us to bring us understanding so that we will walk worthy of you in Jesus' name. And everyone said, last week we spoke about unless you sell all you have, all, unless you sell all before you can buy the kingdom of heaven. The part two of this message is what we're going to um, hear from now. It is very important. And this was spoken by the Son of God himself. And I pray that such an understanding of God will come to our hearts this morning. So that we will have a different attitude. If we are Christians, how we ought to walk. The Bible says, the kingdom of heaven. He, you know, sometimes you hear the kingdom of God and all of that. But this one, he was very specific to say the kingdom of heaven. It means that a kingdom which is heavily where we, are, we have already been told that that is where we will end up our lives. We will be in heaven with him. This is what Jesus is talking about. And he's explaining to us by saying that again. And I said that when Jesus himself speaks and he says again, 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 he is laying a very solid emphasis to try to let us understand that 
you don't have to forget. When you don't want somebody to forget something, that's when you keep repeating. And so Jesus is saying again and again and again, the kingdom of heaven. And you know, I must say that if really, if really you're being a Christian or being a child of God, your, your aspiration and aim and determination is to be able to enter this heaven, the kingdom of heaven. Then you and I have to listen to what Jesus had to say this morning. Hallelujah. Jesus in explaining the kingdom of heaven said it's like a treasure. It's like a treasure hidden in the field. Now, you know, God has blessed Ghana with this treasure of gold in our land. And the, uh, in the attempt to excavate them, take them, and to make money out of it, you will observe that we don't even care polluting the water bodies that we have to help us have good water to drink. So I'm saying this so that everybody will register that when people come to treasures, when they come to encounter treasures, their attitudes are different. They want to die for it. You know, there had been quite a number of um, WhatsApps circulating where you will see maybe a village that um, they would have discovered the gold and the people in the village will stand and speak boldly and say, we dare whoever it is, we will dig. I'm sure you have seen things like that. Why? Because they found a treasure. The treasure that will not give them eternal life. The treasure that will not, them, will not let them be with God and be in heaven. Even with those treasures, people are ready to die for it. But I thank God that Jesus is explaining to us. And I want you to pay a little attention because this message is for two hours, but I'm compressing it within a short moment of time. I just want you to know that. Treasure that Jesus is talking about, you must come to that understanding and I must come to that understanding that... It is an honor for your heart to be open to Jesus. Don't take it for granted. Many people have heard the gospel. Many people have encountered the truth. And some have trembled over it. Some have taken it so lightly. But Jesus is pointing it out to us who have received it to say that. It is a treasure. Say to your neighbor, the kingdom of heaven is a treasure. Couldn't say it better to anybody than my wife. The kingdom of God is, the kingdom of heaven is a treasure. Amen. I love what he said. It was hidden in the field. Let me tell you. No wonder the Bible says that no one can come to God except he has been drawn by God. If you are a believer, I want to tell you, you are privileged and may your eyes open. 
in the name of Jesus. Please, I mean what I'm saying. If you are a child of God, and you have come to know that to have eternal life is through Jesus, don't take it lightly. You know, sometimes in my private hours, all by myself, I touch myself like this. Hey! So I'm a child of God. Lord, how did you do it for me to have faith in you and to believe you and to have such a hope that one day I will be in heaven? I do that. Because I have seen many people who stepped into it and in no time they turned and became anything else. And when you even talk to them, some of them will be bold to say, ah, this Christianity and all of that. But I bless the Lord. It's my life. And I will stay in it. I pray that it will be your life. Forevermore in the name of Jesus. Now, Jesus said it's a treasure hidden. What it means is that if your heart was exposed to accept it, may you bless the Lord for it and don't let it slip. Because it is not easy to come by it. I've experienced things in my life. I've seen people when the word of God came, they fell under conviction strongly, they cried. They still said, no, I won't. Nations are fighting. And nations are even resisting Jesus to say, no, 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 we just want to be gay. We just want to be this. We just want to be this. They don't want it. I don't really want to bother about those people. I want to bother about you. Hallelujah. Bible said, when a man has found it, he hid it. The trouble I'm having is that, if you find it, it does not allow you to take possession of it until you pay the price. The Bible said he hid it. And he had to go and gather all that he had to be able to purchase it. What is Jesus saying to us? Jesus is indicating to us, unless you sit down and decide deliberately with everything, your spirit, soul and body, your, your everything in life, to say this truth that I have come to. I am not going to be casual about it. I am not going to play it down on it. I am not going to behave as if it is one of those things that just happen. You know, when I am traveling to Kumasi, that's when I will leave very early. Around 4 a.m. I leave my house when I hit Pokwasi and beyond. I see people are in the queue, in the traffic, coming to Accra. What are they coming to do? They are coming to their offices, through or false. Could they not sleep? Why wouldn't they sleep and say, my office starts at 8 o'clock? Well, offices in Ghana starts at 8 o'clock, apart from them forces. But these people, some of them have set out around 4 a.m. to beat the traffic so as to be able to get to their office at 8 o'clock. Why? The treasure of the few CDs that will be given to them. They don't want to lose it. So, 
They work very hard. Some people have to do this for 25 years, 30 years. They have to do it. They treasure their jobs. But I am saying that in these last days, most people don't treasure the kingdom of heaven that is open to them. And I pray that your attitude towards will change in the name of Jesus. And you will begin to treasure the kingdom of heaven that has been given to you and I by Jesus Christ. I see it. Jesus is trying to tell us, unless you treasure this matter, unless the faith that you profess to be in, unless it becomes so valuable to you, many believers have lost the joy of salvation. And I, I have been in the faith for some time by His grace. I still rejoice. I can sit and say, hey, so I'm born again. I thank you, Lord. I, I, you know, I can't phantom over. I can't take it for granted. The issue is that one day the doors of heaven will be open and I will step in. It will be open and I will step in. Now Jesus is telling me how I can step in until I treasure it like everything that I have is what I must use to purchase it so as I'll be able to have it. Praise the Lord. And so I want to plead with you today. If you ever had taken the kingdom of God so lightly, casually, when you feel like, please let there be a revival in your soul this morning as we press on with the word of God in this short moment of time. For the joy of our it, he goes to sell all that he has and buy that field. For the joy, what does that mean? As far as God is concerned, his found faith in the Son of God is so precious to him that nothing comes first. Hallelujah! It is his life, and that's what he's going to pursue, and that's what he's going to live on all the days of his life. He buys it. And then the further one, verse 45, also says that, Again, again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant seeking beautiful pearls, who, when he had found one pearl of a great price, went and sold all he had and bought it. What I am observing is that many people have not come to that understanding. You see, when you haven't come to the understanding of what God has given to you concerning eternal life, you will take it lightly and sometimes your talk may be as if when you come to church, when you have to witness, when you have to give a tithe, when you have to give an offering, when you have to talk to somebody about Jesus, when you have to give something to somebody, when you have to be truthful, when you have to be, when you have to be righteous, you may think as if you are doing it for somebody. It is only when you have come to that understanding that I have found the kingdom. I was so glad. When I finished with the first service, I stepped out there. I, was, I couldn't keep my mouth shut on it. A brother has a very good job. An accountant. The company is trying to force him to do otherwise. 
fiddle with the figures. The taxes we are supposed to pay, we, are, we won't do that because blah, 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 blah. The brother said, I won't do it. Take your job. Take the big money you have given to me. This is somebody who means business with the kingdom of God. When a brother told me about it, we held hands and said, Lord, open another door. And I know the Lord will. Praise the Lord. We must. You see, it is only when you have found the kingdom of heaven and you understand clearly that you will be able to do such a thing. If not, many people, many, many, many people found themselves in the church. But when they meet such situation, the kingdom of God doesn't mean anything. He said, man must eat. Man moye, something like that. If you have understood the kingdom of God, it is not difficult, or the kingdom of heaven, if you have understood it, it is not difficult at all to lay down to say, you want to temper? I want to tell you what Jesus said again. I was reading it this week, and it, it, it really coincided with it, and I was so touched by it. In Matthew 18, verse 8 and 9, I was so touched when I saw Jesus declaring seriously this matter. He said, if your hand... Maybe we all should read this together. Can we please? One, two. If your hand or foot cause you to sin... I didn't hear the church at all. Cause you to sin... Let's continue. And cast it from you. It is better for you to enter life lame and maimed rather than having two hands, feet to... Nine. Go. And if your eyes causes you to sin, plug it out. Cast it out from you. It is better for you to enter into life with one eye. How many of us will be able to put your hand here and to remove to say, especially if you're a man, I saw a beautiful woman and I was lasting after, so I removed my eyes so I can see. Nobody, everybody loves their, their lives, their skin. You wouldn't do that. You wouldn't do that. You wouldn't do that. But I hear Jesus talk and say, to be able to enter this kingdom, if something is restricting you, don't allow anything to restrict you. Don't. Even if it's had to do with your skin. Allow your skin to suffer. In other words, enter heaven with casualty. But I thank God that if you can enter that way, you shall be made whole. I bless Jesus. Brother, I want to beg you. Those of you who have gone on retirement in their faith, may you be revived in the name of Jesus. Those of us who have Settled to say, this Christianity, and this, that, 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 that. May I beg you. Your problem is that you don't have understanding. May the Lord open your eyes. 
Because when you come to understanding, nothing is worth. Nothing is comparable. You can't. That's why some of us, we are saying, Lord, fire my spirit up until the day I will see your face. Until the day I will see you say, welcome, Dennis, to the kingdom of heaven. I am not ready to give in. When Paul was dealing with the church in his ignorance, when God had mercy on him and jammed him on the way to Damascus and the man fell, and then he saw that power passed power, as we will say, Zewuze, Azewuze, huh? Azewuze. Power passed power. As soon as the man fell, boom! One who had authority from the government or the government of the house of God to arrest Christians. When he fell, nobody <laughs> stirred him up than himself saying that, Lord! He saw that something bigger than him has brought him down. He said, Lord, what would you have me to do? He had come to the understanding that this is the kingdom. So, when later on he was found in the faith and all of that, I love this very much. The man was fearless. The man was just fearless in his life. He was ruthless. He was not ashamed. He was not afraid. He was not disturbed. Nothing, even if he had to die, he was ready for that. And it's something that I want us to note that if we are going to press on, we must look at this matter seriously how our hearts are going to be committed to the faith in which we profess. Praise the Lord. There came a time in the life of this man. That he had to go to Jerusalem. But the way he had preached everywhere and the Jews that were everywhere were so affected because they were still following Judaism and the Jews religion. They were still doing it. They, they didn't take kind to it at all. So when they heard that he was going to Jerusalem to defend what he was preaching and all of that, they decided to go and mobilize to kill him in Jerusalem. And the Spirit of the Lord was so active at that time. The church of Jesus was so... And I pray that ah, the Holy Ghost will come upon us so strongly like that. Every meeting the brother went, somebody will raise his hands and predict what exactly would happen to him. I mean, it was not one. When he went to the house of Philip on his way from the ship, and they were having some fellowship, stayed there for about a week, that they will continue to Jerusalem... By the time they, even in that house, seven daughters of Philip, everyone prophesied and said that the Jerusalem that you are going, you'll be killed. It won't be easy. Then a man from Jerusalem, a prophet of God, comes immediately. That man comes and then he says, that says the Lord. That he took his belt and then he started tying, tying it on his hand and feet and all of that. And then he said that, this is what they would do to you in Jerusalem when you go. And it was a border in Acts chapter, oh, you are there already. Acts chapter 21 from verse number 10. Let me just read 
up to 14 and we will be done. And as he stayed many days, a certain prophet named Agabus came down from Judea. When he had come to us, he took Paul's belt, bound his own hands and feet and said, Thus saith the Holy Spirit, so shall the Jews uh, uh, at Jerusalem bind a man who owns this belt, deliver him to the hands of the Gentiles. Now when he had heard these things, both we, and those, both we, meaning Dr. Luke was also part of it, both we and them, and those from that place pleaded with him not to go up to Jerusalem. Then Paul answered, What do you mean by weeping and breaking my heart? For I am ready not only to be bound, but also to die at Jerusalem for what? For the name of the Lord Jesus. It takes a man who has understood this to say things like this. Therefore, we need understanding. May the Lord give us understanding. The casualty in our faith now. Taking things so light. The disobedience by Christian people. When we are not supposed to do certain things we do, it simply tells us we haven't understood such a thing. And I pray that in this short moment of time, God will open your heart. Brother and sister, when you have understood where you are going, as to eternal life and the kingdom of heaven, there are certain things you will fight for. You will, you, you will not sit. Even your own faith. Jude will tell you, contend for the faith. Fight for your own faith that you may be able to stand. Brother, there is too much relax. Christ must be felt in our time. If we are people who are really about to enter, then I want to say that there has to be a revival of our souls. Maybe it's a prayer you must pray. Father, I may have taken things too light. But if for me to enter, it's like this. Then I'm ready. The brother spoke and said, you are breaking my heart. But I want to tell you, I am ready not only to be bound. As for bound, it's nothing. They, they binding me. It's nothing. But also to die at Jerusalem. If it means to die, I'm ready to die so I can attain this eternal kingdom of heaven. Then the verse 14 says, So when he would not be persuaded. That was, it matters a lot. May you be persuaded in your faith. I think it's a good thing to say, man. When he could not be persuaded, we seized. The people, they couldn't persuade him to stop. So they stopped saying it. And all they said was, the will of the Lord be done. I pray. That the will of the Lord will be done for us. We will serve the Lord with every fire in us as the Holy Spirit helps us. We must know that it's a price each one of us ought to pay. It is not loose. It, it's not. You see, when I look at people, or generally, the way people treat their faith in the Son of God is disturbing. But I pray. That God will give us a revelation 
which will turn our hearts to cherish our faith in Him. And having done all, to stand. Our faith shall be rewarded. It shall be rewarded with eternal life. A life of joy and peace. Different from the anguish of hellfire. May you yearn and decide that this is the way I would like to go. And fight for it. Contend for it. And the Lord will bless you. Amen. Father, I thank you that you have set the heavens before us. I thank you that it is your desire that we make it through the gates of heaven. Forgive us of every weakness individually. And for those of us who have treated it as a religion, treated it as anyhow, without understanding, forgive us and be merciful to us to give us understanding, dear Father, so that we will cherish the kingdom of heaven. Indeed, it's a treasure that you have given to us. And I pray that anyone who has heard your word today, my Father, let them never lose the treasure of the kingdom of heaven in the name of Jesus. Let your word remain in us as a well of water springing forth to our remembrance that continuously we will be mindful of the fact that we are set to enter heaven. This I ask in the name of Jesus. And everyone said... uh,